so how was your how's your new year new year's eve uh, then, uh, Jeff? yeah yeah not, not bad didn't really it was very quiet it was just me kate and the kids we just had a takeaway we saw the new year in had a couple of glasses of bubbly that was oh, about it really that's nice, that's, that's and, nice. and we had board games we always do board games new year's eve so uh oh cool so just you and the family that sounds lovely yeah. actually scrabble and cluedo this year <laughs> Very British of you. Very British of you, Jeff. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> what about yourself, only, Mike? Only British spellings as well, of course. Only British spellings. Also a C-O-L-O-U-R, an A-M-O-U-R. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> the proper yeah. Queen's English. Oh, well, if it's going to be like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I'll speak to Kings. Do you know, what, you know that scene in um, Inglorious Bastards with the Michael Fassbender scene in the downstairs in the bar? Yeah. I love that scene, you know, when, when he's caught out. Well, old boy, as the game is up, he might as well speak to Kings. <laughs> I, just, I just love that line. <laughs> love that line. What about you, Mike? How's your How's your New Year been kicking off? Good so far. Good so far. I'm think? in the process of trying to cut my cord here, and it's uh, it's been an interesting learning process. Define Ooh, cutting the cord. Expand. I've well, this year. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I they're getting rid of cable for TV. Oh, so, right. Oh, yes, I, I saw I, that. I instantly jumped. I instantly jumped to the idea that one of your kids was off to, which I know you've already had before college. Oh, I got to. I got to do that too, right? I got two of those leaving this fall, but um, yeah, yeah, me too. I've got. Well, I've got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a mighty empty house. I told my wife because my wife, uh, the two oldest ones are my stepkids, and uh, they were uh, f- three and seven when my wife and I uh, started living together. Yeah. So. Uh, my wife and I have never actually, in our 26 years, have never actually lived in a house, uh, just the two of us. <gasps> that's going to be strange. So, yeah, it's going to be that's weird. Gonna be interesting. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be very, very, very strange. Oh, my God. How's the weather over there, though, Mike? Because you're, 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 you're on the East Coast, oh, aren't you? Terrible, man. One day it's uh, – we had uh, this week, this last week, where we had uh, ice storm on Wednesday. It got down to about uh, five below zero. And then yeah. on uh, f- uh, the next day, it shot up to 50 degrees. Everything melted, so it's all a mess. And then it started freezing again two days later. We're just in this really bad roller coaster of weather. We had we broken records a couple of weeks ago for the coldest day uh, in, in on record. So, yeah, we're, we're well, having a as, as Trump said, let's bring back some of that lovely global warming. Yeah, bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, he, he's, he's got us. He's got us. He's, he's, he's on the money with that one, I'll tell you. Pro oh, Li- England is really embarrassing when it comes to the flipping little bit of it. Oh, a little bit of sprinkling of snow, and like everyone freaks the hell out. It's just. It's, uh, it's uh, not even snow, it's just bloody rain. I know, I, I know. Remember, a couple of years ago, I was, in, I was in Munich coming back, and it was snowing like a bastard. I mean, it was deep, and I was in a taxi on the way there thinking my plane's never going to take off. Yeah, Got yeah. Got there, yeah. they're spraying all the planes down, they've got the plows out they've got everything going down and i hear over the tannoy my flight to stansted is delayed because of rain at stansted oh yeah that's always a typical <laughs> way isn't it nothing you know, to do with the snow in munich I, I i i do love the british slogan just get on with it which we're hearing a laugh a lot lately for some political reason that we won't go into on this yeah. podcast but we're hearing a lot of no. people just saying oh we just get on with it i swear to god if i that's just, that's just the dumbest statement in the world well just get on yeah. with it then go get on with flying those planes get on with climbing that mountain and get on with brexit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going there. We're not going into no. politics in the show. We won't. We save our Facebook. <laughs> we save our Facebook post for that. But there you go. Um, so, hello, listeners. By the way, thanks for tuning in to episode forty-nine of the Hot Toy Cast. This is the podcast where you use your ears to listen and learn about all things high-end collectibles from hot toys, sideshow collectibles, Mesco, many more. We try to cover as many of the big companies as as we can. And we're trying. And if there's something of worth from another little company, we might talk about that too and things like that. But with me today is one Michael of Crawford. How are you today, sir? Excellent. 
And Sir Geoffrey of Parker, how are you today, sir? I'm very well, thank you very That's much. Bad. And I'm Eamon you're your divine host with godlike abilities. I say godlike abilities because I've got godlike powers. Right, so today we're actually going to review Hot Toys Neo, Black Panther, Infinity War Thor, Avengers Iron Spider, Tactical Suit Batman, Kylo Ren, BB, BB-9, uh, the one quarter scale Batman begins if we can because that's an older figure but we'll slip it in if we can because I actually had some questions to ask about that one myself because I was on the fence with that one and we're going to do yeah. uh, Asmus's Bilbo Baggins I'd like to give a little quick shout out to QMX's Wesley because he rocks because I got him for Christmas and we're going to do the cover the door for the haberdashery which I'm assuming is a Harry Potter thing no that's that's the Hateful Eight isn't it Hateful um, Eight yeah oh right oh okay the Hateful Eight from um, 3-0 is it Asmus. From Asmus, Asmus yeah. okay. And we're also going to do, after a commercial break, we're also going to cover Mondo's Batman, the animated uh, Batman figure from Mondo, the, 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 the 12-inch figure from Mondo. And, much to my delight, finally, uh, it's uh, the Mondo's He-Man figure. So hopefully we're going to be the first ones to uh, be covering all that. I've been checking, I've been covering and taking pictures of it all during the week and stuff like that because I was very kind enough to get a little advanced sample from Brock. So, absolutely delighted figure. But we're going to kick off, anyway, what Hot Toys... Let's actually start off with the Iron Spider, actually. Who's got the Iron Spider? Not me. Jeff, I do. Mike, you've got the Iron Spider. Talk to, talk to us about the Iron what Spider. What about you, Eamon? Do you have it? I do not have the Iron Spider because... Oh, my God. I Well, the thing is, I, 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 I was tempted by him, but I, I absolutely love the, the standard Spider-Man Homecoming. And I'm honestly, when it comes to the Marvels now, I'm honestly down to one character... You know, one one representation of that character, and I'm good. Henceforth, we'll be talking about the Infinity War Thor again. I know we covered it briefly last time, but we're going to talk about it again because I'm still on the fence about the whether to keep the Infinity War Thor still around. I'm going to get onto that. But anyway, take us away there, Mike, with the Iron Spider, please. All right. Well, you know, I'm not one to be buying multiple versions anymore, right? I've I've pretty much done with Iron Man, and uh, but this particular Spider-Man, I just I just love the the uh, spider legs off the back. I thought it was a cool look. Yeah, and it was really something different. Um, on the shelf. They did a nice job with those spider legs. They attach to the back pretty tightly. Uh, they're well articulated. You can get a lot of poses out of them. The uh, cloth, you know, it's that kind of pleathery, very thin material for the costume, um, which they did a nice job on. It does tend to bunch up a little weird in the hips because of that, right? When you do some of the yeah. dances, it's a little odd. Uh, but that's, we've seen that with some of the other figures that use that material. Uh, he's got a, it's got this, he's got the, the alternate head, right? So he's got the head that's uh, uh, masked, and it, you can pop the eyes in and out. We've seen that on a number of other figures. He's got another head where the eyes light up, um, uh, which is separate from the one with the eyes popping out, obviously. Uh, so you can get some different expressions with the different eyes. And he's got the third head, which is Peter Parker, uh, which is the Holland head sculpt. Uh, this isn't new. I forget which was the last one we got this with. Was it the Was it Homecoming or that's was the, it the standard uh, Homecoming one? Came with the Holland. Yeah. Yeah. And then the homemade Spider-Man, I believe, came with a slightly more bloody, beat-up head sculpt. The whole right, yeah, but that's right, yeah. This is the one from the standard Homecoming. Uh, it's a fantastic head sculpt. Oh, God, we have yeah. seen it. Before. Yeah, it's an excellent, excellent portrait. Um, the light-up feature on his eyes on the on the third head works great. Um, easy to use. Uh, I mean, it's a really nice figure. He's got a bunch of the the hands. He's got a bunch of the different uh, strands of uh, spider silk. Um, but it's really the ability to pose those legs in different, you know, interesting ways. Those spider, yeah. Uh, arms, whatever you want to call them, off his back that makes this one kind of visually interesting, at least for me. 
Yeah, I've, I've been really hanging on this one because it's kind of, I'm, I'm interested to hear your feedback because as much as, you know, Spider-Man is my go-to character, I know Batman's yours, but he's kind of like, it's the one suit that I wasn't just that keen on. In fact, there's another company, Sentinel. Have you seen the uh, well, Sentinel re-edit, I think they call themselves? They brought one out, uh, a but it's much more based on the comic books. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of drawn more towards that one, but it's bloody expensive. It's like $300. Whoa. Um, yeah, exactly. It, it, it looks cool. It's by the same people that, uh, is it, oh, what were they called? Did those 1,000 figures, uh, it's gone anyway. It's gone. But they brought out those kind of robot hybrid figures a few years ago, um, and, and and they've got they they seem to have like a, a sister company now that are picking up a few licenses. And they've done an Iron Man figure, and now they've done this, and I'm really tempted by that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like a really cool figure. I mean, it looks very true to the film. Uh, it was just a suit that really did that much for me. I think it's just I just like classic Spider-Man, but. He does look cool. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was a little bit on, on, on I mean, I like the look of him, but as it honest, it was just boiling down to where he would actually fit in the actual cabinet. To be honest with this, um, yeah. one of the things that I mean, the, the thing, but what can you do about the posing on, on this guy? Because you, the, the thing about it with Spider-Man figures, you do want to get some dope, crazy poses on him, and that suit, yeah. that suit, I dare say, if you kept him in a crazy pose for too long, that suit will get, get little. Odd, nasty little creases and stuff like that, and it as well over a period of time. Given, yeah. you know, especially the way it rides up into the, the and it's, it seems to be a problem with a lot of the suited figures, where it just it just folds in a kind of an awkward, unsightly un- way around the crotch area and stuff. So, you know, that was kind of one of these that did kind of put me off it because, at least with the previous Spider-Man figure, you know, it it the material lended itself better to that kind the kind of a thing. Um, are those little things on the side? They they don't light up, do they? They're just painted that way no. the, the other little lights on the thing alright so there you go it was actually an interesting little tidbit about this Spider-Man <laughs> and I only know I only know this because I, I, I designed one of the designs I did one of the, did a control effort one of the figures for it was that this actually this Spider-Man he actually had three arms then he had two no he had four arms they looked very different to the, these arms then he had three arms I've drawn all of them and then yeah. literally in the last minute I was told no give him four arms and they look like this so it just, just goes to show you how up to the wire some of these things can actually be with, with toy companies and how things can actually change in the last minute with computer computer graphics and things like that and change. Because I noticed as well, like, in, like oh, I, saw, I saw Battle Angel Alita last night and in all the other previous trailers, and stuff, like she, her, her, her hair was a bit more emo and a sort of front, it had a bit more weight on one side and in the final yeah. movie it's a bit more parted. So they, they go right up to the wire with these. But I just, it was fascinating because I was asked, draw, give them three arms, then give them four arms and then back to three arms, then back to four arms again. It was nuts, but I, I like—I just like the look of this figure. He does look good, but it was just a lack of possibility that kind of put me off him and stuff. But he—he he does look cool. And if you're going for an Infinity War situation and you want your big Thanos, which is out, uh, which is just out actually in China, I'll have yeah. mine—I'll have mine next week. He will look absolutely great in the cabinet. I dare say so. He would. But um, yeah, he's nice. I mean, w- 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 would you? If if people were to get one Spider-Man, would they still probably up for Well, them? no, you wouldn't get this as your one. I mean, you know, you've got to have classic. The Homecoming Spider-Man is still the one to, to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The neck looks a little long on this as well, though. So it does. But I guess maybe... I know Tom Holland was quite slim as well, but the neck just looks a, li- just looks a little long. But there you go. That's Spider-Man. Uh, the, the Iron Spider, as it were. All right, let's get on to another Marvel one then. Um, now, none of you guys have got Black Panther yet, have you? I do not know. Okay. Nope, he hasn't arrived yet. Okay, well, I'll, I'll discuss Black Panther. This, this, this would be a nice one to take over. This is one of those figures I was very excited to get. But I, ju- just because I wanted the character, 
and I wanted that head sculpt and things. And you know, I'm not, it's 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 like he's 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 a simple enough design. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna get Black Panther because he's gonna be cool, just in the cabinet with the guys and all the rest of it. But then I got him, and I was quite taken aback just to how cool he actually looks. And then when you start taking more out the box, you get these great kind of cool stands with him. I was like. Oh yeah, I didn't. I forgot about that. It does a kind of a bit of a light up thing, and I didn't know it was a light up. I wasn't quite quite sure. Sometimes you just you know you're getting a figure, and you're not you're, you're like yeah, I'm getting it, and that's fine. Then you don't actually realize what it does until you actually get it. And this comes with a cool base where it's like these. I mean, they're quite lightweight, so they are because they're made out of foam, but they're covered in a cardboard. And to be honest, it was a nice economical way to way to do it if you're going to keep the costing down because it does the job fine. But it's essentially these two long platforms that look like the railing of the monorail actually in Wakanda in the movie. And these two platforms have got these cool kind of African filigree or hieroglyphics on the sides and everything. And it emits a, a UV light, which transforms utterly, I mean utterly transforms this figure into something like, whoa, that is cool. And then the level of detail you then see with all the, the things just light up on him. It is seriously, seriously a cool little effect. And of course then... And to, what, to figure out we're going to talk about it in a little bit as well, I decided to drop in, because um, I never saw how it looked, to drop in the Infinity War Thor, because he's got UV on his eyes. And I dropped the Thor with the UV lights, and it looked cool! And I'm like, wow, this is really nice. Do not have stare at a UV light for too long, actually. That does actually hurt your eyes after a time, I find, because I had the figure on the coffee table, and I was just staring away, and I was like, my eyes are getting sore. Why am I getting sore staring at the figure? But there you go. Um, one little drawback of the figure is that I, his articulation, it's, it's fine. You know, I can get some cool, cool enough action poses, but you can't really get those wide, high ends. You know, Black Panther, like you couldn't get him crouched down on the ground like you would do tearing the wheels off the car and things like that. But he does come with an excellent set of claws that are very, very, very thingy. And I really like. There was a bit of controversy over the Chadwick Boseman. I've not. Some people's eyes are just weird to me. I thought the head sculpt was excellent on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like. But what Hot Toys ever looked like the prototype exactly? Some things just. As in, you know, like I basically, when I see a pro hot, hot toy prototype, I know that I'm not going to quite get that, but I know I'm going to get pretty close. And out of all the companies that do prototypes to final figures, Hot Toys are some of the closest stuff that you get. You know, we've gone through, uh, you know, Star Race, we've gone through a few other companies, and Sideshow then as well have sometimes kind of dropped this and things, but... I, I really like this Chadwick Boseman head sculpt. I think it's absolutely excellent, and I was never expecting it to be as high definition as the prototype. It was always going to be a touch softer. So, and, and to me, the head sculpt is no more softer than a lot of other head sculpts. So I, I, I was a bit miffed just by everyone's reaction with this. I think it's a great head sculpt, and when you, when you change the head out, it looks absolutely great. You can change the eyes out in the helmet, and it also comes with a cool Wakandan spear that he uses to nail... Um, Killmonger at the end as well. Um, uh, I never got this. This is the Civil War uh, Black Panther, uh, but I, I I know that didn't cut. That didn't come with the Chadwick head sculpt. And to be honest, I do like having the option of changing out heads because I actually do change them out. I sometimes will have the actor's head, and sometimes will have just the the actual mass head. Um, if 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 you're a Black Panther fan, man, you, you gotta have this. If you're a fan of Civil War or 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 and Infinity War rather, you gotta have this. It's just a cool figure. He just looks badass. It's simple, it's cool, but you get in there and look at the the costume and the printing on the figure and what they've done is really nice. He's got zero ab crunch though. And that's a bit of a bit bit annoying. But I 
I can kind of see why, because they seem to have this in, inner body, but they've actually sculpted the muscles of the abs and the pecs into the actual suit. Not on the arms or the delts, but into the actual suit. It's like he's, he's actually got a six-pack, whereas unlike Superman, you know, he we, that is actually the six-pack being coming from the seat. But on this, the six-pack six and, and muscles and obliques and all those things are... Um, actually sculpted in a suit, which is a good idea, but I dare say is also what hindered the articulation. So this again is one of those ones where I'm sure the boys at Hot Toys are sitting down and it is like, which is the best way to go with this? Can we either have a great looking suit or a, a figure that can pose, pose up the hill? And it is always that constant a constant back and forth. I mean, where, where's your guy's stance in the whole posability versus how it's, especially on especially on these kinds of rubbery suits. Again, Spider-Man's different because he's got a material suit, but these rubbery suits, man, you know, <coughs> what, what, what are you guys thinking there on the posability versus the look? Well, I have to admit, I've kind of mellowed over the years. For me, it was all about posability back in the day. I didn't even mind exposed joints. You know, it's an action figure at the end of the day, and I really love the posability. But as as Hot Toys and you know various other companies have become more and more obsessed with movie accuracy, you know you kind of end up in that situation where you're kind of like, well, something's got to give. It's either you you go for the accuracy or you, or you have the posability. And uh, I, I'm not as bothered about it as I used to be. Maybe it's just because I'm a little bit older and more mellow. But um, I, I always err towards posability. But if it's going to make something look truly ugly, then just go with the flow. You just don't put that museum pose instead. But you know, as long as you can get some decent posing in the arms, a, hilt, a tilt of the head that says a lot of yeah. with, the, with, the, with the kind of posability and the kind of giving a little bit of an attitude. Or, or oh, you can get plenty of attitude out of this one. There's plenty of attitude. I mean, again, you, you, could, yeah. you could flay the legs out, and yeah. out of all of the figures with suits, his bunch up in the nicest way, which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Bunches up around the groin very well. Say nothing, Mike. <laughs> over our last conversation see last podcast That's uh, right. but it, it seems to have done a good job with this whatever they've done on the inside of the area I'm feeling around the area and squeezing it to see you know I'm so wrong yeah so say nothing say nothing it's a PG show lads. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just really nicely done that when, when he when he his leg, and you can raise his leg pretty high you can get good wide stances on him and he can get his claw on again he comes with his great set of claws and so you can actually get a good pose on. Mike, what about you on the posing? Um, well, it depends on the costume, right? Again, there's certain costumes that you're just not going to be able to get the kind of waist and chest, you know, ab crunch articulation you want. I, I, I appreciate good waist and ab because like the neck, uh, I'd say that's the second most important joint for adding personality and breaking up that and, and creating a really realistic pose. I mean, it, w when your whole torso is straight, that's just not really, you're just never really going to be able to get a perfectly realistic pose. Human beings turn and, and uh, at the waist and, and chest. So um, it's important, but I mean, there's some costumes you're just not going to be able to do it. It just It is just the way it is. It is, yeah. it is just the way it is. And this is one of those costumes that lends it to it. But I, I can't wait for you guys to see what, I mean, uh, who's getting this uh, out, of, out of the two of you? Yeah, I mean, I'm aiming to. I've, I've got the first one, obviously, which didn't come with uh, with uh, head skull, after head skull. Um, yeah, I think which, I'm getting. Oh, yeah, I'm getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to have that head. Yeah, which is which is the big decider for me. So I'm I'm still on the fence. And the other thing is that the whole blacklight thing. I think it's really cool. And I totally agree with you, but it's really not going to be very often that I turn a blacklight on. No, no, no. But it 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 is it is. There are going to be some people out there. Yeah. Who, you know, you know. There's some some folks out there who are going to have, and and I think now you you can have a, I mean, a really dope Black Panther setup because they got yeah. that throne coming out. They got T'Chaka yeah. 
coming out, and yeah. they, oh, I, I, I still think they should release Showery. I think that'd be great. But you can yeah. have that throne, and then you can have this cool neon setup. Then or the the the, the black light yeah, yeah, setup yeah. if you want. Yeah. And what's good about it is it actually you can plug it in. This is this is battery operated. It comes with a little yeah. connector. And you, I plugged into my pa- little little power adapter, and boom, it it, it stays on. So it's. If you're going for ju- if you're one of those people that has like I'm, I'm just going to collect these Black Panther things, you're you're going to have a dope setup, and I would actually like anyone yeah. who has got a cool Black Panther setup to send us in some pics. Actually, if you do, are planning on getting the throne and doing a whole big cool Wakanda type setup because I think it'll look smart actually with, yeah. with, with a big setup. Right, and so from one Marvel on to another. Now we did uh, review this very briefly, but I got him over Christmas, so I'd like to I'd, I'd like to review him and I'd like to hear thoughts as well. Did you get this one, Jeff? This is Infinity War Thor. I know you got uh, it. No, Mike. no, I didn't. No, I uh, I passed on that one. Um, I, I got the Gladiator Thor. You got the Ragnarok uh, one, right? Yeah, because uh, sorry, the Ragnarok Thor, because uh, I wanted that to go with the Hulk. Mm. Um, and I'm I'm still really happy with my um with Dark World Thors, even though I know the movie was probably my least favorite of all the Marvel franchise so far. Uh, so I kind of I don't know. If it's the shorter hair, and it's the glow. Or, you know, the, the the whole thing with the chest lighting up. But that is what I passed on at the moment. Uh, convince me. Well, I'm not sure I can convince you because yeah. even 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 my better half, Ali, she said you should not have gotten rid of that Dark World Thor because she yeah. reckons that's the best version of Thor, as in like that just looks like him. It looks like Hemsworth as I Thor. Have, yeah, and, I have to agree. And yeah. you know what? It actually really is. But I had the light armor one with the lovely poncho, so it was really nice. I had yeah. that sweet package. So it's not. I don't regret selling selling that one to be honest. But if you're happy. I dare say what your Dark World Thor, it might be worth keeping that one, because it yeah. is a very nice figure. I've now obviously got rid of the Dark World Thor, and I got the Ragnarok one, and obviously then for Christmas now, I got uh, from Ali, from uh, uh, I got the Infinity War one. Yeah. Now, what makes me lean more, a little bit more now, on, now that I have them both, I have them side by side, what does make me lean a little bit more on the Infinity War one is the fact, and it's a simple fact, that at the end of actually Ragnarok movie, he does actually wear this outfit. And this outfit, yeah. is, this outfit is good because you can actually change the looks from his Infinity War look to his, how oh, we saw him floating on in space when Rocket and the boys discover him. Yeah. Which, which is just at the end of Ragnarok, because it, it comes with the capeless version and then the armless version. Which is really, really nice. And yeah. if you've got the, if you've got an armless Thor, he, and and it's it's, it's kind of well, one figure you're kind of getting the best of both, because he does have that look at the end of Ragnarok with the sleeveless version of this particular outfit, yep. and you can interchange him. Yeah. So I'm, th- I'm so kind of based on that. I'm thinking I might get rid of my Ragnarok one now, but I love I love yeah. having, I love having a Ragnarok setup, you see. But I, yeah. I'm so but I'm gonna put him in and I am gonna put him in his Ragnarok look though. So I'm gonna have his bare arms and, and and all the rest and give him his pirate eye because with this he, he comes with two eye patches and everything. This one, it's great. Yeah, how does how, how does that fit? The, it's, it's just it's just it's just little mag- magnet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just little magnet. And of course he's got the glow up eyes, and he he's got the uh, the glow up. Um, Things on his chest as well, the the circular things they yeah. interchange. Well, yeah, the eyes glow with the black with, light. Sorry, with yes, yes, the eyes and glow and with the, the chest ba- lights up, and the chest lights up with a battery, which is great. It's one switch, and they all light up, and you can stick your lightning on them and stuff like that as well. And it's just, okay. it does look cool. Um, and the axe, the axe is actually undersized, and I actually went and got the third party axe the other day. Oh, I've seen that. I yeah, have seen that. I, got it it, up. I got it. I got it the other day, and it lights yeah. up, and it lights up when you just shake it. Or you shout at it. Oi! Oh, well. See? There you go. It just lit up on me. Right? Um, 
and it's neat. It's it's quite nice. Yeah. It was it was forty nine dollars, which is like thirty quid. So whatever you want, whatever you want to call that, thirty five quid, and it's it's really nice. Um, it's it's not it 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 does look like it's like a recast of the actual Hot Toys when it made larger, and as a result yeah. of that, the details are a touch softer, but it's good. So yeah. it's, it's really nice, and and you know I'm I'm quite happy with the lights on it. However, don't um. They, they they light up and it pulses, but not in a very naturalistic way. The, the lights kind of go along it. It looks more techy than it does more magical, mm-hmm. which is a bit weird. So I, I was a little disappointed on that side. But the size of the thing is really impressive because it is the one you actually did get home is a touch a bit small as well. Yeah, and yeah. So I dare say I probably probably will be getting rid of the gladiator because I'm there like I'm sizing it up and the gladiator Thor he actually only he barely uses that club he barely uses those two swords he has the helmet on for only a few minutes anyway and I'm yeah. like you know I'm, that, that's kind of how I weigh things up a little bit there you go Mike do you have an opinion yeah. on this? Uh, well I really liked him I mean I don't know that I would make him my uh, one and only Right. Um, I still, I still do like that Dark World Thor an awful lot. Yeah. Uh, you've got to really like the bearded, short hair version to really make this your one and only. But I do uh, agree that you're getting, you know, two looks for one price. And I really like the cape on this one. I yeah. like the way it attaches to the mm. the chest to the, over the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the way it hangs down the back. It's, you know, I hate when capes get all uh, funky around the shoulders because they weren't well tailored or well, they just don't hang naturally with the weight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one looks terrific. So, I mean, it looks great with the sleeves and the cape. It looks great without the cape and the sleeves. Uh, so, yeah, you are getting two figures in, with one sort of price. But um, I don't know that I'd make it my one and only. Ooh, interesting, interesting. Well, the thing with it is we got to hold back now because we got to see what Endgame Thor is wearing. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get a new yeah. Thor. Anyway. We'll pro- yeah. pro- probably get a new. There's a few toys coming out where it looks like they've got some different armor to maybe go into the, the quantum realm. Perhaps we kind of figured that yeah. we were going to the quantum realm with Ant-Man showing up and stuff like that at the end of the Ant-Man 2 anyway. So, okay then, um, what would you guys like to do next? Because I have Hot Toys Neo. I don't want to talk again. So many of you guys do. Let's talk about Tactical Batman. How about that? Oh, Tactical Batman, yeah. Tactical Batman from Justice League. This is the what I like to call the Night Owl Batman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's got goggles, man. He looks good with the goggles. Zack Snyder loves them goggles. He loves them. Yeah, and now we know that it's uh, Batflex' swan song. It is indeed. uh, Yeah. Well, I'm going to be honest. uh, I was just looking at my reviews. I pulled up the Mezco one. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that a funny... Doesn't doesn't that say that? The Mezco one is tight, man. It is a good figure. All right, right. But we're then, talking, we're aren't talking, they all? Aren't they? They are indeed. But we're not talking about the mask. We're talking about because we. Okay, so uh, I got. I got to tell you, you know, as much as I hate buying variations of the same characters, I really do like this costume. Uh, mm. There's something about it that really, actually, again, it gets back to the idea of what would it really look like? You know, what could you actually move in as a real human yeah. being? Um, and what would actually have armor at the right places, the important places to try to, you know, protect arteries and uh, key parts of your body. Yeah. Uh, I really like the look of it. And I like the night owl effect. I like those goggles. They give you the, the uh, uh, unlike Mezco, which gave you a pair that you go up and down, this it, sort of, I mean, they're, they're sculpted to go one way or the other, sort of, but you can actually lift either one up and down. This guy has... You know, two different sets of goggles. One designed to be over his eyes. One designed to be sitting up on his forehead. So okay. you're getting a perfect look either way. You don't. You're not kind of sacrificing anything. Um, 
the 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 grappling guns. He's got a couple different kinds. I love the one with the wood grain handle. He's got a couple of uh, different uh, grapples you know, hooks that are going to be coming out the end of it. You know, one that's sort of fully extended on a wire. One that's on a wire that's that's extending. Uh, one that's open. A couple that are that are you can just slip in that are not yet fired. He's got the, a few of the bat uh, grenades. A couple of batarangs. He's well. He's he's not super outfitted, but he's got enough extra stuff. I ended up getting the exclusive, which has the uh, the box. Oh, uh, it's the human mother box in a large size. Um, and uh, it's not hollow. It's I don't know what the hell they've got in it, because uh, the exterior you can tell is a you know it has that plastic feel to it. It's a plastic, but inside has got to be something because it's really heavy. Uh, they gave it extra heft. Is it the same yeah. mother box as the one that comes with Wonder Woman? Is it a different design or the same design? The one that comes with Wonder Woman. With the Which Justice Wonder Woman the Justice League come? Wonder Woman. The one that comes with the cape or the coat. Oh, well, you she, know she what? Came, I don't. She came with a I've box. I've got her sitting here and I've never opened her up. Oh, okay. When well, should open her up? You're talking about the deluxe, right? I mean, that's yeah, the, that the, the deluxe. Yeah, the, the deluxe. I haven't opened her up. I'll have to open her up and look sometime. I just, I just because the other motor box is different. That's all. Yeah. Because and I'm, then this one, they they went away from the eyes, right? They didn't do the uh, moving eyes. Instead, they give you three eye plates that yeah. insert the from behind uh, into the the cowl. Uh, so he's looking forward, looking to the left, looking to the right, and then they gave you three face plates that are held in place uh, with a magnet. One with a closed mouth, one with a just slightly open, you know, mouth breather mouth, and one with a gritted teeth, angry yeah. look. How is the articulation for He does look because uh, you know it's not as bad as you would think. Uh, it's again what we were just talking about in terms of the chest. You're going to not have any really, you know, turn and crunch with that uh, armored chest. Uh, the the. the and not to compare them to the Mezco again, but the Mezco used a cloth material, mm. more cloth-like material for the undersuit. This is more of that leathery undersuit. Yeah. Uh, and just doesn't, you just can't bend it as much as you can a cloth. So uh, the hips aren't going to have as much movement. Um, I think you're going to get, you know, with the arms and legs, I always kind of cut them some slack. Because I think if you dressed up in this costume, you wouldn't be, you know, doing any deep knee bends either. Uh, but... Uh, it is a little less articulated than I like. Thankfully, the uh, head is uh, unlike that was a, that was a, uh, um, an issue. The head is uh, actually more poseable than I expected, even though it's all one piece with the with the neck piece. Yeah, uh, the whole thing pops off, which is nice because actually with the whole thing popping off, you can pose the cape around. The cape is actually a separate piece underneath there, and you can kind of pop the head off, move the cape over one shoulder, or over both oh, shoulders, nice. okay, that's whatever, cool. and then pop the head back on, and it holds it in place. Yeah, I mean, that, that's always the thing I think you really have to take into account when you're reviewing a figure, is that whole thing about how would a costumed actor in this outfit move, as opposed to how does the CGI version move, because we know the CGI version could do whatever the hell he wants, yeah. uh, and it's kind of like, you know, I'm the same when I'm doing Stormtroopers, or, you know, when you're doing a droid or C-3PO, it's that kind of thing where, obviously, with C-3PO in particular, it was it was a bitch to move in, Anthony Daniels got a record about how much he hated it, it's kind of like, yeah. I think it's the same with this kind of thing, it's like, you know, if you were, if you're Ben Affleck dressed up in this thing, I bet it was a sweaty nightmare, and, you know, you were just hating every moment of it, but, it looks cool. And we know it has a zipper. His yeah, own. somewhere. <laughs> Make sure you can piss in that suit. <laughs> when you always hear like Ben Affleck talking about Christian Bale when they met in the library or something like that, they were in some bookstore. And Ben Affleck says, "What? what what's your otherwise?" Make sure you can piss in that suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's funny because 
This brings me on to something that's a totally... I'm going off in a completely different direction here. It's more the kind of DC versus Marvel universe, particularly cinematic at the moment, because I got into a, not a spat, a little bit of a conversation on Facebook the other day about somebody complaining that Hot Toys weren't as dedicated to DC. And I kind of then went on a little bit of a vitriolic kind of level. Well, hang on, let me just list what they've done. Yeah. And I was saying, you know, they've done... I mean, for God's sake, we've got three jo- four Jokers out of Suicide Squad, three Harleys, we've got Deadshot. You know, they've done every incarnation of, uh, of, of Wonder Woman and of Superman and Batman pretty much to date. Uh, but I said, the trouble is, I think from their perspective and from a collector's perspective, the DC Universe is a bit of a mess. It's kind of like there's no, uh, there's no kind of, there doesn't seem to be any kind of uh, faith, not faith, that's the wrong word, but they're not kind of like choosing actors for the long haul. So if you're going to be buying a figure, it's this whole display option thing. You know, with the Marvel Universe, everything fits together. Yeah, yeah. DC, it's a freaking nightmare. Yeah, no, that, that, that and from a, on, a, on a purely collecting point of view, I totally get what you're yeah. saying there on that. I totally yeah, get Yeah, except, saying. you know what, Jeff? I would say that from a DC perspective, I'll give you an example. I'm done with Iron Man because it's going to be the same Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not oh, done no. with Batman in the DC Universe. Now that Affleck's gone, I will be happy to buy whatever the next Batman is that they put out. Robert Pattinson, yeah. probably, we think. And that's yeah. that. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. No, you, 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 do you know what, Mike? I was, like, balking at that notion, too. But you know what? The more I thought about it, I was like, and the more I looked at pictures of him, I'm like, it's not the worst idea in the world, actually. He's a, Michael Keaton made a great Batman. I'll give anybody a chance. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, I, I, I and Pattinson chooses cool. interesting yeah. roles in his movies as well. He chooses these interesting kind of weird roles. I know whether the movies are any good or not, I have no idea. But he's an interesting-looking dude. And I think yeah. he could make, if, if they're going for a kind of a cooler... Reeves is going for... A, we're going to get a pretty cool Batman movie here, I'm thinking. We arguably could end up getting one of the best Batman movies ever with this guy, Reeves, directing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, those Planet Apes movies flipping rocked, man. You know, he absolutely did such an amazing job with those movies, given such an outlandish idea what he's able to do. So I, I'm thinking with, with someone like Pattinson, man, it could be a very different thing. Very, you know, because we mm, all kind of... Yep. I remember when Bale was cast, we like, really, that guy, Christian Bale, what, American Psycho is Batman? But everyone balked the kid. I remember as a kid when we saw the guy Beetlejuice is Batman. No, you can't have that. So <laughs> these casting people, man, they know what they're doing. Yeah, and, and just think back to the casting of the Joker in uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, amount, the, amount of, the amount of crap that happened online around that was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, you know, we can't have that guy from Brokeback Mountain's Joker, and he's the best Joker ever, for God's yeah. sake, or from First Night or whatever. It's but, all arguable, but yeah. It is, it is. And anyway, we digress. I really like this Batman. What I will say about this Batman figure is, though, I didn't like the ribbing on the helmet because it wasn't very screen accurate to me. It's far too... Um, uh, d- there, it's it's far too apparent. Like if you looked in the movie, you you only saw those ridges when it caught the light. They were a lot more subtle. Subtle is the word. That's the word I was looking for. Subtle. Whereas these are the ridges on the helmet, the lines that go through, which are going through all of it except for the part around the eyes. Mm-hmm. It it just it looks just a little too much to me. It, it's too much of a texture there on that. Whereas in the movie, it wasn't quite as loud as that. And that actually. Oddly enough, put me off getting this figure. I'm a sucker for a Batman figure, but uh, I've ended up. I'm gonna if I'm having an Affleck bat, if I'm having a Batleg, I'm keeping the BVS one because I just think that's just the boss's Batman figure ever so far. Absolutely love it. Yeah, oh. I have to admit, I've kept, that is my favorite Batman figure to date, pretty much. And you know, I'm I'm a much bigger fan of the Nolan movies. Yeah, um, yeah. But when it just comes to like a really beefy Batman on the shelf that looks like he could really do you some damage. He's the guy. Yeah, the BVS one, man. It's just a cool Batman yeah. figure. Very cool Batman figure. Right, then. So, uh, what will we do? I tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll take our dip, dip our tones into the realm of Star Wars now, because we need to get on. 
and uh, we 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 barely skimmed on him on the last episode uh, because I, we we some of us didn't have him. So I believe we all have this one now, do we? We all have the uh, Last Jedi Kylo Ren, don't we? Oh yeah. No, nope, not me. Well, you oh. don't have him. Let me turn around. I'm having you guys take it away. Okay, well, Je- Jeffrey, you take this one away, dude. You haven't taken one yet today. Okay, I just need to grab him. I've actually got him over in a box, which is there. I've got Um. So, yeah, I've just grabbed him. Oh, nothing slip out. I'll tell you what, while you're oh, reckoning around there, you get him out, get, yeah. get him set up. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll start him off. And for starters, I mean, I think this head sculpt rocks on this one. Oh, yeah. I think it's like one of the finest head sculpts they've ever gotten because... All of his little, the thing about when you're when if you're if you're an artist, it's very hard to draw asymmetrical characters. It's very hard to draw an asymmetrical face because it just feels wrong doing it when you're drawing it. So I can only imagine it's even more the case with um, sculpting. And of course, you know, Adam Driver. You know, there's certain kinds of um, his face needs a slightly to one side, which is a bit like Harrison Ford's did actually a little bit, even though they're not, yeah. they don't quite look alike. But there's some areas where, yeah, okay, there's some similarities there, but not not major. But um, I think this head sculpt, I, you can tell that they gave a lot of time and consideration to this head sculpt. The, 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 from the shading around the eyes, the shading around the mouth, and the whole... This, like, it reeks of his personality. It really feels like the character. And and as, as and maybe it's because the way he looks or anything like that, but I think this is one of Hot Toys' best ever sculpts this Kylo Ren I think it's absolutely brilliant I think they've done a really lovely job with the, the cape and coat is very different material than the last one the last one almost kind of was kind of um, had a kind of a, a plastic laminate kind of over it that was kind of textured this stuff is um, it's kind of like it's, 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 it's like a deliberately worn looking leather and it has far more of a texture and it's like for want of a better description it's like if someone took Darth Vader's inner suit stretched it out and it was really worn down it has that kind of feel to it it has, looks like it has ribbing like vader's suit not as close together the ribbing is so it's not like a ribbing, but it has that it has that kind of look which i is probably a purposeful thing and uh, there's some nice flared shoulders on him as well which makes his silhouette look really dominating and, and good and of course he comes with his lightsaber and all the rest but jeff come on what do you think yeah no no i totally agree i mean the thing that drew me towards this was of course the fact we got the head sculpt and from the early preview pictures i just thought this looked like an absolute blinder of a head sculpt and it has turned out to be even better than i thought it would be um so i love the previous figure the thing i loved about the previous figure was it had that kind of you know the way his lightsaber ignites and it has that kind of it looks like it's going to explode at any moment his outfit had that same kind of tattered feel to it like he was really a guy that was kind of living on the edges of uh, of what he was doing whereas now this figure is much more refined. He is more like he looks more like a knight, doesn't he? I mean, I think the yeah. figure yeah, is yeah. meant to look knight-like. Um, and, uh, and the cut on the outfit is absolutely brilliant. It fits the figure absolutely beautifully. Doesn't it? I don't. You mean about the the the, the way they've uh, done the the kind of uh, the fabric on the arms is just it has this really lovely kind of like it's not weathered it just but it just looks lived in it has that kind of feeling yeah. of something that is is a garment that's been designed to be used. It's utilitarian. But the icing on the cake is that head sculpt. That head sculpt is absolutely bloody amazing. It's a really, really lovely kind of light lightness. It's yeah, they've just hit it out of the park on that one. It's just, it's just stunning. I mean, my Mike, uh, you, you getting this one, Mike? Where's he gone? Me, Mike. You, oh, you, sorry. You, um, no, I'm probably. Yeah, uh, if there wasn't an, I don't love Kylo enough. Oh. Yeah. That I thought I needed two Kylos. I got the original. I like the costume. I always like the costume, but uh, I'm not really sure I need one just to get the head. 
Yeah. Well, the thing I'll be interested to see is how this sells in the long term, because I know you know the the lobster guards, uh, you know the Praetorian guards are not selling well. You know they're 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 going for sort of discounted prices, as are a lot of the uh, sort of episode eight figures. So um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how well he sells, because you know you look at stuff like Jedi Luke that came out and he's going mental prices, uh, even though they've announced a second one with two heads and all that kind of thing. The episode, uh, I've said before, I'm not a massive fan of episode seven. Uh, it has a lot of issues with me. I don't hate it. It's very hard for me to hate a Star Wars movie, but it, it left a little bit of a sour taste. But this figure for me is, if I had one kind of around on my sh- on my on my uh, shelf, th- this would have to be the one. Agreed, uh, absolutely. I I love this figure. I love so many. I mean, I'm I'm quite cool with um with with last with last Jedi. Just one or two things yeah. again. There's one one or two things in it, but which is unusual to say. But there you go. Um, uh, the one I actually I'll just drop in one more thing that actually did bother me. The thing I've always noticed with Star Wars figures uh, is that I think it might be something to do with the fact that you know Hot Toys as a company love doing Star Wars, uh, and we all know that Howard has a bit of a soft spot for it. They've always had real boots. They've always had leather boots that have kind of been uh, designed to sort of have ankle articulation, etc. And the funny thing is that Carlo's boots are actually very similar to Anakin's, and I've got the Anakin figure, and his boots are absolutely beautiful, but these are just plastic and they're just molded. Uh... And I was like. I would have liked to have seen them give the same attention they did to Anakin. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. I would have, yeah, I would have liked it too because and it better. It has, he's got far better ankle articulation, Anakin, does he? Uh, yeah, much better. Because again, it's that soft pleather, um, and you can sort of move the ankle. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's something that I think that, that particularly with the prequels, uh, sorry, not the prequels, sorry, with the classics, um, that, that they really seem to push out, push the, the envelope on making sure that everything is as, as authentic as possible. Mm. And the boots have been really notable in that fact, because I've got, I've got um, uh, Jedi Luke in front of me. And again, pleather boots, plenty of ankle articulation, it's all kind of like, but then episode seven perhaps they were a little bit more worried that it wasn't doing as well so or maybe it's a budget thing where the money has to go maybe they put yeah. a bit more money on that that cape that he has because it, it does fit so well on him it's it absolutely does, yeah. Yeah. I do wish the lightsaber could light up just a little bit brighter I know it's a hard hard thing to do and yeah. I guess you can't have a light that's too bright because they're probably not the plastic one, but I just do wish we could try and figure out a way to get these lightsabers to just light up a little bit better. Some of, them, some of them light up better than others, but this one does light up the weakest out of all the lightsabers I think yeah. I have, to be honest, even compared to Vader's one, because it's a red one as well. That's the fairest comparison, yeah. I think. Even compared to Vader's red lightsaber, doesn't like Vader's lights up a fair bit. This doesn't light up as much as I would like. Now, obviously, maybe some yeah. of the light is lost on the bits on the side, but I would just, I just, I, do you know what I mean? I, I, love, I love things, because like, it would be so cool to have your figure stood in the shelf with those lightsabers switched on, I would, lo- yeah. I would love that. I would love if you could have all of. You. Imagine your shelf. I've said it. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I'm repeating myself, but imagine your shelf with all of your lightsabers switched on. Well, oh. something else I'm, I've got quite fond of as well is the uh, is the kind of motion lightsaber blade that they've been doing. The oh yeah, that's cool. As hell triangular that one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. guy doesn't. This guy doesn't have one. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But maybe maybe his one didn't do that. Maybe as much as because yeah. uh, Luke's yeah. distinctively kind of did that because Luke's green yeah. one was particularly kind of a bit more fatter and chunkier on the blade one. Look at us going down the rabbit hole of Star Wars. Anyway, that's, that's enough. Right. Next Star Wars one, <laughs> Jeff. You're gonna have to take this one again unless you've got this one. Mike, this is BB-8 and the BB-9 two nope. set. Give it a quick. Uh, give it a quick. Okay. Go. Well, again, with me, I have a soft spot for droids. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, 
the thing is, I already have the original BB-8 that came uh, with Ray. Um, now, the, that one didn't have as many features. It didn't have all the kind of little appendages that came out. Now, I know he used more in uh, in the following film, but they've also kind of managed to get the colouring slightly better. It's not it's slightly brighter, the orange. It's not quite as sort of browny. Um, and, of course, it still has the light-up feature, but you get, you get a lot more um, appendages. So um, you get, like, uh, obviously you get the little thumbs-up light, which I think we had before, but there's, like, a crab arm, there's a gripping arm, um, there's a couple of little trays that come out of it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just an all-round slightly better figure. But the, the plus one was you've got an extra droid with, uh, with the Imperial one. And he's got a really nice light-up feature. So... Um, not only does the headlight up, uh, you can actually move a couple of the sections from the circular body out, uh, insert the batteries, and then you get like a, a nice little sort of glowing light inside that as well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a it's one of those things that I think unless you're a really big fan of droids, why would you bother? Um, but I, I really do like the droids, and I think these look quite cool because I've got the old uh, uh, metal C3PO and I've got the Hot Toys first R2D2. Tempted by the new one coming out with all the appendages again, but again, would I often have them out? I don't know. So just to have a nice little row of droids, these are a bit of a kind of like yeah, yeah for me. That'd be cool. You know, Hot Toys would could could stand to making all the little droids little boxes. Even the little one goes bonk, little box one bonk. Yeah, bonk, yeah, yeah. That I've heard. I've, I've heard that. I'm hot, I did hear somebody said that side out, but uh, whether that's happening or not, I don't know. Oh, and the other thing is the little bonus of getting the two pack is you get an extra mouse droid as well. All right. Uh, which, I, which I know we've had before. I think we got with the two stormtrooper pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, a nice little bonus. Oh, same? and you get a couple. You get a couple of nifty little stands as well. I, I never use stands. I like to have my figures freestanding completely. Um, and these do obviously because they're weighted and they have a magnet at the top. They they do do that. But you get a couple of little kind of like stands with a with a, a hollow indent. Um, mm. Just to make sure they will not roll off of your shelf if you want to uh, display them. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, I like I like, I like those little little. But we didn't. BB yeah. BB eight didn't get much, or BB eight rather didn't didn't get much of a a, a thingy in, in last year. We didn't get to see much of him considering we saw him in the artwork and stuff. And we thought it was going to be a bit of a, a little bit more of a rivalry with uh, yeah BB eight. Yeah. So I was a little dis- yeah. little little disappointed there. But there you go. Yeah. Right. Then. Yeah, self, I, oh, sorry, I was going to say. The, so I say the only kind of real upsell from the previous is that the paint job is slightly better, slightly more weathered. The orange is more accurate. Um, they've got this really annoying little oil drip underneath the eye. Oh yeah. Which just looks like a mistake until you realise when you look online that everybody's has got exactly the same oil drip. It looked, it actually looked better on the first version, right? Uh, but uh, but apart from that, yeah, the paint apps are fine, very good. Uh, the, the sculpting is brilliant. I think particularly on uh, actually on the on the Imperial droid uh, BB nine E, um, yeah, it's just really lovely. There's some really nice sort of fine lattice work on on some of the the domed areas. But did these guys light up yeah. at all? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, they both do. Um, BB-8, his head light up, lights up, uh, but on the Imperial droid, both the head and the body actually light up as well. Oh, right, and, the, and you can just hold them and the little head will stay attached and it'll just rotate around. Yeah, all it's, it's all kind of weighted with a magnet, so yeah, if you roll yeah, yeah. it around. It's a cool little feature, that is. Cool works, little feature. Yeah. Right then, we'll quickly squeeze in this one. Even though it's an older figure, I figure it's worth a bit of a discussion because it's still quite widely available, I believe, anyway, is the uh, quarter-scale Batman Begins, which none of us have except for Mike. None of us have. Yeah, Mike has it. <laughs> There's only three of us here. Do I have it? You have it. What is it? Uh, I do. You do. Well, I do, but I don't, I, don't, I don't have it out. All right. Well, don't worry about it, Dan. We, 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 yeah. we, well, I just wanted to get Mike in and review because we haven't had, we haven't had Mike on in a while, so I want, to, I want to squeeze in some Mike. Well, let's squeeze in you. Let's, yeah. let's squeeze in Bilbo Baggins. 
Sure. That's Bilbo Baggins. The Bilbo Baggins from Asmus. We got we got to do the horror door of haberdashery too. Yeah, and we're going to we're going to do the door of haberdashery. Uh, so uh, Bilbo, let me look. I'll pull up my review so I remember. Um, probably, you know, Asmus. I I really like their Hobbit figures. I'm I I really do. I mean, the costumes. One of the things that Asmus has done is they're doing a really great job with the cosmet the costumes and the accessories. Uh, both of these are excellent on all of their their Lord of the Rings and Hobbit figures, and and one of the best figures last year for me was um, the uh, when they completed the uh, the Fellowship by doing Gimli. Yeah, he was an excellent Gimli. You know, he's an excellent right. figure. So now Bilbo uh, hit this last week, and he's another one that's uh, you know they were swinging for the the, the home run, and they kind of he hit a single. Um, the the portrait is good. I think that if you ignore the the clump of hair that's been plopped on his head, uh, that the uh, accuracy of the portrait is there. Uh, the hair is not so great. It's a it's a big hunk of hair. It tends to sit away from the face, and I always hate that. Um, and it, it ends up the head and hair together end up being probably ten fifteen percent too big. So you start to get into that bobbly look again, which is not a situation that we had with the hobbits. They did not look, you know, they were properly scaled down uh, uh, in the movie. So this the head tends to be too big. Um, but otherwise, the accessories in the outfit, again, they're terrific. You get metal sword. You know, Sting is an actual metal sword. You get the contract uh, from the Hobbit movie. Uh, you get the map. Uh, you get the pipe. He's got a couple of good little poses with the pipe. He's got a nice backpack and bedroll. Uh, he's got the um, uh, the Red Book of Westmarch. It's actually bound and has printed pages on the inside. It's kind of yellowed paper. Uh, so, again, for the price point, remember... Uh, Asmus is doing all this stuff at a much better price point than we're seeing with other companies, particularly Hot Toys, which seem to be 250 bucks now if they're a dollar. Uh, this guy's down around 170, and that's where they've kept most all of their uh, their Lord of the Rings stuff. So he's nice. He'll he'll fill things out nicely on the shelf. This is another line that they, they look better together than they do individually on their own because they create kind of a diorama feel. But um, he's still got you know the sculpt, uh, particularly around the hair, still has a ways to go. I'm looking at your pictures here now, Mike. Look at your devices, folks, and I'm like, ooh. Oh, this this is definitely a miss. This is definitely a miss for me. But the, to me, there's lots of other things wrong with it as well. His 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 legs seem very thin. You know. It, nah. Do you not think his legs look thin? I know. It's the just, same legs. They haven't switched any of these up. They're the same legs as the other hobbits. Just seems to, he just seems to look a little bit meek and scrawny. And... I, I I think the biggest problem with it when I, I, I again I I haven't been following this line as much as I love uh, Lord of the Rings. I wasn't a big fan of the Hobbit movies. Um, and when I saw your review of this, I had a look at it, and I think it's just that massive noggin, which is all down to the hair, that's making everything look out of proportion. Um, and the fact that his head, his head just looks so big yep. um, that it makes the rest of the body just look out of proportion. Uh, and as you're saying, I think if you were to look at the other Hobbit figures where the heads aren't quite as pronounced, um, it's not as big an issue. But I think it's just it's really hit home that fact that, that it just it just looks out of kilter. Yeah, it seems to me like this is almost a normally scaled six scale head. Yeah, and a Hobbit body. Yeah, it's a fine looking head sculpt. There's no doubt about that. It's a fine. And the portrait's fine. The yeah, portrait, yeah, the like portrait, it. yeah, the portrait. Not the hair. It's just the that portrait. That hair is just a big clump of hair. I think this one, if you had a rooted version, uh, properly done, that portrait would look a lot better. But again, it's too big a head. I just just make a smaller hair sculpt for crying out loud because it proper poof poofs out, man. It's like. 
It's almost got a Bee Gees thing going on there. It's mm-hmm. got a very, it's got a very seventies. Uh, it, it reminds me of. Um, well, and uh, it even sticks like, out. Look at look at David it. Essex. Photos. It's not laying against the forehead. It doesn't lay mm-hmm. against the sides of the head. It actually, you know, kind of sticks out even more. It just frames the head entirely wrong. Gives it a completely wrong thing. Yeah, but Sting is nice. Sting, Sting looks all right, and he yeah. comes with all the little kind of paperwork and little small little things like that, which is really cool. It comes with a pipe. Oh yeah. yeah. I wonder what pipe weed is like. What do you think pipe weed? <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what, you, you do wonder what it is like. Is it is a product? Because like they got barrels of that stuff. And is, is it like yeah. to, is it like tobacco or is it actually? And they weed? were always hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think it's got a little bit of a kick to it. Yeah, yeah, for, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I always yeah. hungry. Well spotted. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were you opening something in the background there, Jeffrey? No. You weren't opening it. Oh, I thought, no, no, no. No, you. So you weren't opening the big Batman quarter scale then. No, in fact, he's in another room. Oh, um, right, don't bother. Let's not, okay. So let's not bother. Let, let's save that for next time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you just get him then? No, I got him before Christmas. Um, oh, I, thought, right. I, I did mention maybe getting onto him before Christmas, but I think we had quite a packed show. Um, but um, yeah, because I, I missed out on the Blitzway one. Ah, so, um, right. Okay, okay. Sorry, not Blitzway. Enterbay. Enterbay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Enterbay one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you haven't opened him yet. Oh no! I've had him out. I've had him out. I've had a look at him. He's not on display yet because ah, right. uh, okay, cool. I have I have a vision of a particular cabinet so I can get both the uh, the hot toys portal scales out. Um, but yeah, so at the moment he's nestling, you know, quietly in his box. I I haven't even properly affixed the cape to it. But if we if we if we're going to do it next time, I'll uh, we'll get, we'll I'll get, get him out and all his glory. Same for next time. Same for backup. Yeah. Same for backup. Although next time, well, I'll discuss it at the end of the show what next time's going to be. Yeah. All right. So the next one we have up then. All right, Mike, you want to do this one? You're going to do the door of the haberdashery. Oh, the door of the haberdashery. This Which, is Asmus again. Right. But let, let's uh, explain Asmus, what it is first. Explain what it is first, because I don't think people will actually know. What yeah. So Asmus has been doing the uh, the hateful eight line for a while. They've got three of the figures, uh, John, Hangman, Ruth, they did first. Uh, then they followed that up with uh, Marquise Warren, you know, as the Sam Jackson character, and uh, Daisy Domergu, who is uh, uh, the young lady. Um, the, the I like the figures. I thought that Marquise Warren was the only one that was really weak in terms of the portrait. Uh, there are some things I would like to fix on some of them, like that mustache on... Uh, on uh, John Ruth, but uh, overall, I thought that they again we're talking one hundred sixty, one hundred seventy dollar price range, uh, and the costumes were were excellent, uh, all of them. So uh, overall, I've been happy with what we're getting for the price. This is a uh, diorama designed to go with them. It's uh, intended to look like the the way station, you know, the door that was shut the door. Get get a nail it shut. Yeah, and uh, getting nailed shut again with the boards, which we found out later because they had gotten kicked in originally. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a nicely done six scale diorama. It's not too expensive, around 150 bucks. That's cool. Uh, it's about 17 inches tall with uh, about 13 inches wide. It could use a good inch more on the sides because the door is a little narrow if you look at photos the door in the the show was pretty wide beast mm. this one you could fit you know it's it's this one looks like a normal door this one looks like the kind of door you'd have in your house or whatever it's yeah. about the right size for a person to walk through uh but the door in the movie was a pretty major beast yeah it was yeah. um they altered some things to make it a little more visually interesting right they because the door itself didn't have a lot other than the door yeah uh, they added a little shelf to put the can and they gave you the, the, the jars of candy uh, which they replicated with just some cut pieces of plastic tubing in different colors. Um, they added, uh, you know, they gave you the stove 
which has a light up feature inside it. You put some batteries in and uh, there's a little flame that lights up inside. Uh, they also gave you a, a, what looks like a kind of weird antelope sculpt uh, for the wall. In the movie, it was actually a caribou sculpt, but I think those caribou antlers were a little more than they wanted to have sticking out. Um, but overall, I mean, it's not so it's not they didn't try to make it exactly screen accurate uh they tried to actually give you some other things to make it a little more visually interesting uh you know what it is when you see it especially with those figures but you could use it with any western figures you wanted to and it would fit just fine um and again it's a it's not a bad price i like these dioramas they uh they went with kind of a hollow plastic material plasticky material for the wall and the Roto base cast? instead of trying to use well no it's all sculpted it's not i don't think it's Roto, that hollow i think it's you know how um i think it may be that a front and back were 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 formed and then uh glued together uh, to make the wall and the base uh, a little more hollow right. so that it's not super heavy. It's not, you know, if you tried to, I've got some of these where they did them all in polystone, and, man, those things are heavy. Uh, this isn't quite as bad. So you could actually put this on a glass shelf and not worry about the shelf breaking. Cool, man. Like, this know, this it, is it, wicked. I, it, I, this is absolutely, it looks great to me. And as yeah, I, it, I mean, it's very realistic. The paint and the sculpt are very, <laughs> you know, they went with, the, I love the, the hammered iron look to the, the stove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. It's just not, yeah. they didn't try to make it, you know, you can't really fault them because they didn't go and they just tried to make it exactly like it looked in the movie. They were trying to give the flavor of the feel of the movie uh, and still give you a little more with the with the like the horseshoes. There weren't any horseshoes that I remember above the door uh, in the, the thing, but it's a cool look. Uh, and those candies were in a different part of the yeah yeah they the, were over. Uh, shop. Yeah. As but was, this, as was the but it was a key piece of the sh- the story, so you know it was nice that they added them in there. Uh, well, and when you get the figures, so- the figures have things like the the pot. The coffee pot, which you could put on top of the stove. I was about to ask that. I'm surprised yeah. it didn't come yeah. with the coffee pots and stuff. But the, the no, figures, see, the that figures comes come with one of the figures, and then you've got the chair that she has and the guitar that she has. And <gasps> oh, so, yeah. so you've got, you know, the other characters have things that fill it out nicely once you've got all three of them. That's yeah. sweet, man. That, no, that that's cool. That's definitely one, one of the little details I really liked as well was, although as you said, the skull isn't 100 percent correct. When I was looking at your review, looking at the pictures, it's got that kind of slight translucence to the skull. It kind of looks mm, really yeah. like it's bone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's just those little details. I'm thinking, you know, it's when people just go that extra nine yards that just makes it think, yeah, that's cool. Yep, I like I like this a lot. I like this a lot. Right then, so where are we now? Uh, I think we're nearly at the nearly at the end of the show. Actually, okay, so we're going to take a com- quick we're going to take a quick commercial break. And we're going to come back with some Mondo reviews. Yay, Mondo. Have, oh, this, will be, this will be my first time reviewing anything Mondo because I've never had anything Mondo before. So it's going to be cool. All right, then, back in a few minutes. Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A, and all the top manufacturers. Domestic and international packages ship daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. 
Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Right then, we're back, so we're going to carry on now with some more reviews. Now, Jeff, have you got um, any of these? Uh, we get basically. We no, the, the you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, I, I know you're going to be talking some six scale, but um, I'm, I'm not a. I know you're a devotee of, but I'm not a He-Man uh, devotee. And what was the other one you're going to be doing? The, the other one is Batman from the animated series. Oh, which again I've seen and I think looks really cool. Uh, well, I've, I've read Mike's review, so um, yeah, take it away, you guys. Take take her away, then, Mike. Go on, you hit it up with the Batman. Okay, well, we'll start with the Batman. Have you got pictures then. of the um, site for this one? You haven't got pictures up yet, have you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's for okay, last cool. month. Okay, cool. Um, I, this, I was a little hesitant about getting this. I love, you know, I love the animated series. Uh, probably my favorite uh, TV or movie series overall the, for Batman. Yeah. Um, but I was a little hesitant. I'm a little worried. You know, most uh, animated Batman figures, particularly even those from Hasbro, those from DC Collectibles, they it's really hard to do this character uh with very much articulation uh, it's also very hard to keep him standing he's he's notoriously you know way too top heavy uh, much weight above the, the waist yeah and those little itty bitty feet don't help anything um, so I was I was concerned that this was just going to turn into pretty much a statue uh, but I figured what the heck and I bought the exclusive version which has the uh, flowing funky cape uh, and uh, uh, you know a couple of other extra accessories that oh, go along with it oh that's nice Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, it has that extra that uh, which is sort of the opening scene, right? That uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Opening credits version where the cape is blowing off to the side. Uh, he has three different heads that come with the figure. Uh, he has um, the version that is. Um, you know, sort of a standard uh, slight grimace. He has the extreme grimace where you can see some teeth, and then he's got kind of a smirky smile. Uh, the exclusive actually has a fourth version. Um, uh, which is the um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the, with the right name for the head. It's the uh, cybernetic version. It's the um, um, ah. Metal Man's mis- what was, what was No, no, no. It's a specific episode. Um, It'll come to you. See you in a moment. I get them all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so you can switch between those four heads. Uh, it comes with an assortment of hands. Uh, I think there was uh, six altogether. Uh, it has a couple different batarangs. It has sort of the animated series uh, batarang, and it has the uh, uh, the one that was also in the opening credits. There's a couple of accessories. You can tell that this is uh, fairly specific to the very beginning of the show because it comes with uh, the cassette recorder. Uh, if you know the show well, you know one of the very first episodes was the Man Bad episode. And in that episode, there's a, a, a key uh, piece of evidence is this tape recording of the the man bat squealing. Yeah. Uh, and he finds that under the desk where the uh, the uh, the guard had gotten attacked and dropped it. Um, so that's included. Uh, there's a pair of goggles that go over the eyes that he used to look for clues in that episode, sort of infrared goggles. Uh, those are included. He's got uh, the... Uh, uh, the grappling gun that he used in that episode with uh, with the grapple, uh, you get a version with the grapple and with one without it. Um, it's you see that usually in the opening intro, I believe too. Yep. Um, and then he's got a gas mask, which he used plenty of times for the little bat gas bombs, uh, that fits pretty well over any of the the three main heads. So 
plenty of accessories. They're all well designed. They work well. I love the flowing cape. It's a little tricky to use. You're going to have to use the stand with it uh, because it is pretty hefty. Uh, but it, it does look so great. cool, dude. I didn't see that at all. I didn't notice that at all. I mean, I had seen pictures of this thing before. I didn't see this cape before, but that that makes yeah, it look cape absolutely really good. badass. Yeah. Like. And then uh, the articulation is way better than I expected. That was it was sort of the the uh, the part that really surprised me and really made me happy was this articulation. You've got uh, the neck works really well. Uh, the heads pop on and off pretty easily. Uh, the several portraits, the shoulders, elbows, wrists. You get you, you get plenty of natural posing out of it. Uh, the hips, knees, and ankles work better. And there's some some really good rocker movement in the ankles. I had no trouble with the regular cape on, getting him to take pretty deep stances and maintain mm-hmm. them. He doesn't want to topple over like I was worried. Uh, so yeah, I was the the thing that kind of surprised me and made me very pleased was the articulation was much better to use than I had expected it would be. So overall, I'm really happy with it. It's not a cheap figure, you know. I mean, here's the reality. Even though it's a six-scale figure, uh, it's still a big action figure, right? You're not getting any cloth. You're not getting any uh, extreme detail like you would get with a human figure. It's an animated character, so uh, that's that's sort of always going to be the complaint with these is they're really just a big action figure, and at 150 bucks, it's not cheap. Uh, but I think it was well worth it. I really like it. It's I, uh, They've got Mr. Freeze coming, uh, and I don't think they've announced anybody else yet, but I would kill for a Joker like this. Yeah. I was going to say, I, ha- I have the, I mean, God, was it back in the early 90s, wasn't it? Or was it mid-90s? I can't remember. I got, I got the, uh, the Hasbro Batman uh, and Joker, which uh, again, the, the Joker is the stronger of the two, I thought. But uh, you know, it, it, it was a fair representation. I haven't had it on display for years; it's in a box somewhere. Um, so when I heard about this, I was quite interested. I, I, I still regret to this day not getting the Mondo Iron Giant because yeah, that yeah. was just a f- oh man, that, that was the first figure just... I believe. Was that that was Mondo's first? Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it's it's really sweet. I know a friend of mine on on Facebook, Clem, had a hand in designing that, and I think he yep. might have worked on the Batman as well. He did, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's um it's one of those things where the thing that really peed me off was at that price point was the pain um, and, and I've read about it and I, I know you highlighted it Mike uh, but um, it's just one of those things where you're thinking you know, cause it, it's almost you're in the realms of designer vinyl really it's all you know it's, it's getting into that kind of world for, for kind of high end mm-hmm. collectors um, and the thing about designer vinyl is the paint is one of those things that has to be meticulous uh, and it, it can't crack and it just needs to it needs to look like this kind of almost this perfect thing that's just arrived from somewhere and it's just beautiful and you want to praise it and I thought the paint on it did look a little bit a bit messy in places yeah the, the paint has and I also had a problem where the one the, the head that it comes with uh, was sort of stuck to the blue yeah. on the neck yeah. Uh, and when I pulled the head off, it pulled some of the blue off. Now, uh, that may not be a problem for everybody, and it does. it is underneath where the head is normally on a neck. Yeah. Uh, but I've that was the, – the paintwork was the one thing that I deducted the most for on the whole Yeah, thing. yeah. But bang, Fine looking figure though. Yeah, it's us. It look. I, I think. I think it looks great. I think. It, I, oh, and it's worth mentioning. He also has a bat thermos. <laughs> yeah. Which, if you're a fan of the, I don't remember him actually using the bat thermos in the animated version. Oh, I guess he did. I got it in my review here that in Heart of Ice, Alfred actually gives it to him, sort yeah. of as a homage to the old. But it was the '66 Batman <laughs> that he used to have his bat thermos that he. I remember one episode he collected alphabet soup. Uh, from a crime scene in his bat thermos and he took it home and he poured it directly into the bat computer and the bat computer deciphered the words that were uh, spelled
spelled out in the, the, the <laughs> alphabet soup. Such a good suit. Oh, he's got a th- oh, he's got a thumbs up and a smiling face too. Hooray! Yeah. Oh, and I, look, I looked it up on your review, and it's the Hardak head. Oh, there we go. Hardak. H dot A dot. Yeah, yeah. That was That's the Hardak episode. Yeah. So yeah. it was the alternate uh, robot Batman. Yeah. I, do, I do I do appreciate what Jeff is saying there. I mean, for such a clean animated thing, and it was kind of the same problem I used to have with some of the Mattel's uh, Master Universe classics that were based on the filmation series, like the actual uh, the the more animated ones. And if, when you're doing stuff that's based on animation, for me, the 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 plastic has to be completely mass and completely like like you said, actually, Jeff, good analogy there was was almost like vinyl collectible level of kind of that yeah. completely pristine color that is completely smooth and I, I mean I, I will admit the heat could be a little bit smoother in certain areas now obviously you know it's just, it's just it's, a, it's, it's a fine art with these things I do appreciate that with manufacturing and you know God, but, but you, you, you do see other other companies from like the, uh, you do see uh, these young Goku, these Dragon Ball Z figures and they're, they're quite super smooth and and, yeah. and and very kind of metic, very kind of, Im, Im, there, there's no imperfections in any of them, and and this this is a great looking figure, but it's just on on the plastic and in certain areas, you know, you would like it to have, like no seams, for instance. But I know that that's like near impossible. But it's how oh, how, yeah. how is it? And it's, I'm not comparing this particular situation Hot Toys, but even like you even saw it Enter Bay, like on the like just on, on about the Batman. Uh, Batman Begins figure earlier. The Enter Bay Batman Begins actually has a seam in it, and it does actually take away a little bit from the figure, whereas the Hot Toys one, you can never see a seam. And yeah. I was like, how the hell is our day to compete? And, and again, some of these other companies, you don't see a seam in some of these other ones. So I do, there must be some, like, proper... <laughs> Like these are some of the like well secret factories or something that can just pull stuff off that other companies just can't because it just seems to be a lot, especially for American companies trying trying to do stuff as well because like you know with the four well, horsemen as well and, and they yeah. they push like what what is standard almost still American looking figures to their absolute limits but you you do pick up one of these import figures from Japan yeah. on, on occasion well, I, and they're like wow how tight I, I, is that I, yeah I, th- I think everything just comes down to to budget at the end of the day um, and everybody's yeah. got a budget you know and everybody's making something for an audience of, of people who are willing to pay a price um, and the thing about a lot of high end really high end designer vinyl is that they're made in such low editions for such high prices right. that the, uh, the the quality control is second to none I mean this stuff comes out looking like it was made by the hand of god yeah um, <laughs> whereas you know the most stuff comes out looking like it's come out of a factory um at varying degrees of, of expense so it's um yeah it, it's 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 budget it's always budget it's the economy stupid it is the, the economy stupid it's a fine looking figure though man it, this is yeah. I, I, that, that cape just wins totally wins me over i'll see if i can try and maybe get one at some stage but they're probably sold out by now anyway speaking of sold out figures right then so this is one that um we're gonna cool, but uh, yeah, Jeff, are you, are you gonna get this one? Do you think this this before we leave Batman? Are you gonna leave it go? Gonna get us? Well, I'd really like to. I, I don't think I will because I don't think there's there's not going to be much chance of picking one up at a lower price. Um, and as I said, I've got my old Hasbro's, which I have. You know, they're very fond to me. Yeah, fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you have a good representation of the animated series, but I think for those who don't have a representation, because I know that you know those DC Direct ones were lovely. Absolutely yeah. lovely figures because they had the, the Batmobile from the series. They had the Batwing for crying out loud. Absolutely amazing looking looking figures yeah. that they were. And um, yeah. 
I was very, 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 very impressed with those. But if you have, I was, I never, never got any. So I think if you were to have one representation figure for the the Batman the animated series, which yeah. is such no, an amazing. No disrespect, series. these the Hasbro ones leave a lot to be desired. I mean, they're twelve inch figures, they're cloth dressed, yeah. um, but they were very much designed as toys to be thrown around the sandpit. So you yeah, know, exactly. that's, that's and they're from they're, the era of when they came out as well. Cool. So, yeah. exactly. So yeah. there you go. So so speaking of the, going back to our childhood, right? This is one, and we had of course Brock Ottobaka um, on our podcast uh, just a few episodes back. I think it was two episodes back, so I checked that out. Geeking out big time, and as everyone knows, I'm a huge Master Universe fan. But I won't go too on too long, lads. No, I won't go too on about it. Don't, 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 don't thingy. So this is Mondo's other action figure line that they're doing, and they're doing a full line of these as well. Is Masters of the Universe, and these are Mondo's own interpretations of these characters. You know, they're getting these designer guys in. This particular one is done by. Um, designed and you know there's obviously a bunch of people obviously involved in things like that but uh you know obviously with, with brock and things but um this one is uh, an artist called dave raposa and he's really cool check him out on dvd he's, he's done some amazing massive universe like paintings like the kind of stuff that i'm kind of like that's the kind of thing you need to be looking at for a movie he's, he does very cinematic portraits of like trap jaw merman just then they look really tangible and real and they look true to the characters as well. They look like their characters. And that's kind of that's that's kind of it, it for me. As long as the character looks looks true to the character. And this He Man here now, because um, Skeletor's coming out, so we've already seen pictures of Skeletor, and we've also also seen also a Toy Fairs, we've seen um, Man at Arms uh, on our podcast. We've already, uh, last podcast we we hinted at She-Ra coming out and some others are coming out as well. So they're going out, they're going full on with this mass universe stuff and they got this this buck body that's a big beefy muscular body you know it's big and it's beefy and it's kind of fully articulated and like uh we were talking about with the previous figure it's it's and stuff it is kind of going for that kind of almost japanese vinyl type vibe here as well and and there and 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 indeed with that level of articulation a high articulation and on that front i think it's it's reaching Definitely reaching for that level of high articulation. I'm not quite sure it gets there, but it's plenty good. And I like posing my figures. And I get dope poses out of this guy. Check uh, check my Facebook, check Twitters, check my Instagrams. I'll be posting all the pictures that you've already seen. I've been yeah. posing the hell out of this dude. Because so, so many people like really like thinking it wasn't very posed, very posable and things like that. And I, I'm getting plenty of dope. I got my power, the power of Grayskull pose. That's the pose you want to get. This dude does it. His arm bends back. His torso bends back. It turns to the side. It does plenty. The, the cloth that he has is a little bit restrictive, but you can get good plenty wide stances out of him as well for doing some nice sword swishes and things. But as I mentioned earlier, this is a particular version of He-Man. This is Mondo's own design, and as such, he is a bit more of a barbaric version of He-Man. Uh, he's far more like... Uh, He's, in, in a lot of ways, he reminds me of some of the characters from the TV show Spartacus, because the harness has got these kind of shoulder pads on. It has elements of that, but what's great about this is it's got proper fur on his boots, which is really cool. Just the ream, just the kind of chunky bit that goes around. It's, it's proper fur, and these are all unique designs. I mean, it's still He-Man. I mean, I would argue that I would have preferred a little bit of splash of red here, because he's very brown. He's a very brown in terms of his color palette, and... I think one of the appeals of He-Man was and boys do like a little bit of red. We do like red, and I think that was one of the one of the original appeals of the original He-Man figure was that color palette that he had—that blonde hair with the kind of the, with, the, with the gray harness and the red shorts, 
Iron Cross and Boots. And they've opted for Brown here, which does really kind of dull him down and make him less dynamic, but also does make him probably more realistic looking. But at the same time, I would have definitely given the Lion Cloth just maybe made it a little bit more redder or given the belt a bit more red. What is interesting, though, if you pull the Lion Cloth down, you can actually see they've actually designed his old school belt underneath, but I dare not pull it down for in, ca in case I think. There's been a lot of chat over the head sculpt on this one. This is Mondo's He-Man, and as such, they've gone for a very particular kind of look. So they've gone for this kind of... It's almost like a Schwarzenegger-esque type of face, but it's a bit more Norse and hefty and kind of barbarian. But then they've gone for this very severe Prince Valiant haircut, which is very... It's its its, it's their own take. I'm not 100% for it, but it's its still a great-looking figure for me. And it doesn't kill it, doesn't kill it. But it's not a head sculpt that I would have necessarily gone... The face is good. I, as I said, I do like the face, but just the hair is just a little too severe on, 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 on the sides. But it doesn't actually detract that much from the overall... Because, again, this is a, this is a, sty a stylistic version of He-Man. He's not your, not your typical... He's a far more barbaric, and it's reflected in the sword, and his whole look is far more barbaric. But he comes with plenty of gubbins. I could talk with this dude for age, ages. But he comes with plenty of gubbins, and he comes with a sword of power, which is very nicely done. It's very reminiscent of the, of the old sword, but it is, in my opinion, one of the nicest uh, swords of power designs I've ever seen, because it seems actually balanced. This one's got a very hefty... The blade is very fat at the end, which I thought was kind of a kind of cool new look, but it's still very rem reminiscent of how the sword actually looked. He comes with a very traditional-looking shield, again, with a very kind of crusader-esque kind of cross on it, but it's got some lovely leather on the inside, very nicely sculpted. Its accessories are awesome. They are awesome accessories. He comes with plenty of hands, plenty of gripping hands. I would have liked him come with a spread out hand to do that kind of more Conan the Barbarian, because you can kind of get him in a kind of more Conan the Barbarian type of traditional pose, or the one where he's playing tennis, whichever gif you want to look at. And um, have you seen that Conan the Barbarian when he's actually playing tennis? You know the famous Conan scene where he's there? You're not guys aren't Conan fans. Am I talking no. on my own? I'm on my own here, aren't I? You guys uh, have just yeah, run away. Yeah. Oh, not really. I mean, I got you. <laughs> Where he comes. Anyway, I, I know nothing of the folklore. It's like I mean, I think I questioned something you posted on Facebook. I thought, Why has he got a machine gun? Right. Well, he, he actually comes. Yeah. yeah well, and well, there's other accessories, and he, I mean, he comes with a cool scabbard for his power sword that you can easily attach to his back in yeah. various different positions, and his more traditional little battle axe again, which is is reminiscent of his traditional looking battle axe, but again, it's made a lot more realistic with extra details, and it looks a bit more functional. It's got leather straps yeah. and things. But as other odd, other little odd look accessories, as you mentioned, Jeff, are like his, his laser guns. One of one of which is like a laser rifle, which if you're a geek fanboy, you'll notice it's one of the guns that comes with a Castle Grayskull weapons rack and it also comes with a character web store. It's just a kind of a standard kind of almost double-handed machine gun laser rifle thing. You'll, you'll, you'll see. You've even, you've even seen it in the DC Comics. But what was extra specially cool was they actually get a laser pistol which is a very, very, very close uh, facsimile of um, the one that he had in the movie, that Dolph Lundgren's laser pistol in the movie. I don't remember the barrel being quite that shaped but it's it's very nice. It's it's very reminiscent of, of, of the movie, that the one that you saw in the movie. And then he comes with uh, an, an odd, an oddity, it's a little oddity, but it comes with a very classic vintage looking styled head. And it's, 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 it's you know, it's the squat, old school He-Man, original He-Man figure head. And you pop that on there, it's, it's not, doesn't really work that well, to be honest, but it's cool, fun. <clears throat> so have you, have you posted any pictures? Because I know you, you've mentioned the two heads. I, when I was looking at your pictures, I couldn't find any reference to the second. Oh, I did it in the video, actually. I actually did it in the video. 
All right. Okay. I, actually, on the YouTube videos, actually popped the head on something like because it, it doesn't really work. That's why I didn't really want to want to do it because it, it doesn't quite work because this is a very kind of a squat head design and it does look like just a scaled up version of the original head as opposed to yeah. a unique sculpt based on the original head, which in my opinion probably would have been better. But it's a fun nod. And speaking of fun things, I mean, this kind of shows that they're kind of it's Mondo, you know, they're, they're from Austin, Texas, and uh, they you know they they had this other little crazy little character from the one episode of the animated series called Burby. He's Essentially, think of a zebra-colored bumblebee elephant-headed little thing with a propeller. Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> it's nuts. He's got yellow little eyes, and he's crazy. He's just a crazy-looking little creature, but he's just... That's just... That's, you know, that's Mondo. They're going to chuck in something completely kind of just funky and a bit crazy with each figure. And this is the exclusive version as well, which you can get from the Mondo store, although I believe he's sold out now. Uh, and with the exclusive version, you get an extra. You guys won't have any clue what this is, but it is an Alcala uh, head sculpt for Skeletor. So you can change out the face right. of your Skeletor figure, and it's this new other head sculpt for Skeletor. It's based on the artwork of Alfredo Alcala from the original mini-comics, which is a far more gnarly grotesque sinister looking Skeletor it's quite quite so it's, it's yeah. just cool that you can, you, it's cool that you're getting little extra bits with your other figures packaging's lovely as well it's got some lovely artwork on it and it's just really nicely done um, if you're a man what, what, I was just going to ask what's this one like on price uh, this one was it, actually this wasn't too bad it's, uh, it's $160 that's that's pretty good. So yeah. And, yeah, similar to the Batman. Similar to yeah. Batman, and you, in this one for me, you're getting bang for your buck. And looking at the pictures of the Batman, I think this is actually a better looking figure than in terms of how it's finished. Because, but then the, the Batman was it going to be a harder sell? This is maybe because it's so smooth, so you can see those imperfections a little bit more. But I, I, I'm, I really like this. I mean, it's he, he, he's big, he's heavy, he's bulky. The proportions are a little odd. I mean, his legs are very long and they're very big. And I, I but, but it does give him a very. It's he's he's a little stylized. Actually, he's not little stylized. He's quite stylized because he's got these very big, beefy forearms and 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 all the rest of it. And but he, you get plenty of good poses out of him. And if I think if you're if you're on the fence, get him. If you're not on the fence, whatever. That's you. You've already expressed your opinion plenty online and stuff. But if if you are one of those people that has been like, oh, I, do, I do like that. I put it to you like this. In a lot of ways, I'm just delighted with a cool, big, badass barbarian figure with a sword and shield and all the rest of it that I can pose <laughs> up. And it just looks beefy. Look at my pictures. He just looks badass. As a He-Man figure, I think it's great to have just a big one-six scale, at long last, high-end He-Man figure, and he is a big, beefy action figure of He-Man, and he looks great. It's just a case of whether you're done with the aesthetics or, aesthetics or not. But I've got him. You know me. I'm pretty fickle, fans. If anyone who's listening, who's Master, you know I'm pretty fickle. If you are on the fence, get this. If you're at all unsure, get him. He is awesome and he's a ton of fun but if you're ready if you're the person that says no 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 don't like the head don't like that then 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 don't but he's he's just cool he's just a great and i'm, and I'm just delighted we're getting, and i can't wait for skeletor as well and we're going to get a whole bunch of them as well and my friend emiliano's designing some of them that are he's actually designed the man at arms and and, the Solace, and we'll get him on the show when those figures are released as well but there you go i mean yeah. are you going to get this one at all jeff or mike Probably not. I have to admit, I've just been kind of scouring online to have a look at this other head sculpt, and I see what you mean about. It. I actually quite like the toy-like quality of it, yeah. but at the same time, it, yeah, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird one. I don't think He-Man 
is enough of a thing for me. Uh, I was just a little bit too old when he was when he was big. It's a bit like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I was just yeah, yeah. Just, a, just just at the wrong age when all this stuff was coming out. Mm. Uh, more into uh, more into more other recreational activities at that point. Um, <laughs> but um, but no, it, it's a very cool looking figure. I mean, I, I, there's a lot about it when I'm looking at your pictures and I'm just looking at some more pictures online. I really love the uh, you know the work on the the anatomy and the musculature and everything. It's got a real kind of almost like Frank Frazetta kind of uh, feel to it. It's yeah, got that yeah, real yeah. fantasy kind of realm stuff. But, um, but yeah, it's probably a pass for me. Mike? Yeah, probably for me too. I love the Masters of the Universe classics. It was a great line, and I ended up getting most of it. But, uh, yeah, I passed on this when we first went up for pre-order, and he's pretty expensive on the secondary market now, so I'm probably going to be a pass. Probably going to be a pass. On Skeletor, are you going to get any of them? Nah, if you don't get He-Man, what are you going to get well, them for? What, you say that. If I was going to get one, I'd probably be more uh, more inclined to get Skeletor. He is cool. Uh, he's very just because cool. he just looks very cool. And th- th- I mean, this is going to sound bad. I know he's weird. I know he's the bad guy. But um, there's something more iconic about Skeletor than He-Man. True. Well, I think in pop dirt. culture he is now. He's definitely more. Uh, you do see him on more T-shirts than He-Man. I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we've got those MoneySupermarket.com adverts yes, over here as well. Right. So. Uh, which by the way you know those money supermarket adverts they're actually those uh, those bodysuits that those dudes are wearing they're by the same dudes who did the original Hellboy suit oh really yeah 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 I have to admit it's that you know when they first came out I thought this is so niche is this going to work but they are funny they're very good they are quite funny but But there you go that's Mondo's here man I'm delighted with it get it folks I'm absolutely delighted 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 I can't get it off I'm posing them all the time but um, that's the end of our podcast now lads that's been a good jeez we've been on for a good hour and 20 minutes there now so you know that's that's the great one right so what I wanted to say was and and this goes out to, to everyone next episode will be our episode 50 guys Right. Oh. I don't know if you guys had realized that or not. So, well, um, the, the, the fact you told us it was episode forty-nine, a kinda, small penny, yeah, a small penny dropped. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you guys are getting older, and you don't know. You, I mean, I'm starting to dote already, so God knows what you guys are like. Or is that just me? Maybe it's just me who's just doting. Um, right, so yeah, I'm going to try and see what we can do for the uh, the 50, for our 50th episode. So it's probably going to be a few few weeks before we get to that. But you guys, you need to get a, get on the case. And uh, I'm going to definitely rustle up some guests. And what we might do is uh, record, a, record a few extra interviews whenever we can. And then maybe compile them on this thing. But it, it'll still be a regular, it'll still be a podcast as well and stuff like that. So we might actually do maybe an extra long one. But we'll record our thing and we'll maybe intersperse it with these interviews and things like that. And we'll, we'll just see. Because I would like to do something special. So whatever uh, our listeners would think, uh, give us give me an email, Eamon at eamonart.com. You can follow me in, on Twitter, Eamon underscore on Twitter, and you can, I'm just Eamon on Instagram as well. And I'm always posting pictures of these figures and stuff like that on Instagram as well and, and all the rest of it. Uh, Jeffrey, where can they, good folks get you? Where can they get me? Yeah. Oh, well, various places. Probably, oh, well, I'm still on uh, Sideshow Freaks occasionally, but mostly just on Facebook probably. Mm. Cool. Jeff, Mike, where can they get you? Well, the easiest place to start is always at mwctoys.com. And all great, always great pictures of the figure. Pretty much every, everything we're talking about is always on Mike's website. Pretty much, pretty much everything. But obviously, you've yeah. got your things in your devices, which just gives you one or two, and all the rest. But uh, if, if anyone's looking, go to Mike's website yeah. as well. There's always plenty of pictures there. So that's it now for episode 49. Uh, we will say goodnight to everybody, and we will be back with our episode 50. And let's see what I can rustle up. I'm not going to talk myself up into anything anymore, because I'm always talking about. Oh, and you know some things just don't happen or whatever or whatever so I'm not going to say anything so I'm just going to see what I can do but it'll be something there will be something <laughs>
So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to say goodnight. Jeffrey, say goodnight. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Have a nice evening. Mihalo. Say goodnight. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. All right, then, chaps. There you go now. All right. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's a wrap. Thank you.